Welcome to the Lighthouse Experiment, a Freedom Center Church podcast. Well, welcome back to the Lighthouse Experiment podcast tonight. Yours truly, Ashley Chandler and Jim Parkin. Well, I'm recording in the dark. If you guys saw the video, there's no lights on here. Power's out in my house at the TLE headquarters. And it's a crazy hot. But Super humid okay. this week. It's been nuts. Yeah. So we're going to get right cracking. So there's this thing that I've been noticing in social media world and when it comes to veterans and the 22 the 22 has been marketed and branded and the the thought is that 22 combat veterans commit suicide each day in america now everybody i well okay i hope that everybody knows that that's an average number that they've taken it's not literal. Um, do lots of veterans commit suicide? Yes, they do. But also lots of teachers and lots of pastors and lots of janitors and lots of yeah. teenagers. Yeah. You know, so it's not exclusive. But the thing is, is that from my perspective, it's become very lucrative. It's very sexy branding, you know, because you have a country full of caring people who still revere soldiers and Marines and airmen and the Navy guys and the Coast Guard guys as, and gals as heroes. So when we start talking about the 22, it'd be very easy for an agency to start piling on the money and stuff like that. That's just one aspect of it. There's, there are companies out there that are making tons of money on people donating you know, and then we also have the things of, of the the whole idea of bringing awareness to things. Yeah. While it's important, it's only one piece. There's also got to be the action step, right? right? You, you can't just like everybody knows water's wet. <laughs> you know what I mean? But so you know, everyone knows fire's hot, so we take precaution. I think. For I can speak for myself that it's been at sometimes uh, I think insulting is the right word because it feels like sometimes what we're doing these young people coming out of the military is essentially saying to them based on these all these things that we talk about all the post traumatic stress and this or that and this this idea that twenty two Uh, military or 22 veterans a day commit suicide in a lot of ways when these people are coming out you know and it's it's important to to know that transitioning back to being a civilian is one of the most difficult things you can ask anybody to do it's like 18 weeks of making you a soldier and like 36 hours of taking that away and sending you out to do your business yeah you know i mean yeah. And so, so then you're coming into this culture, this social media culture of, well, you're out of the military now. Good luck. Chances are you'll kill yourself. 
that is that is the vibe you know that I That's sometimes feel like, whoa yeah, yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> like but but it, but what we should be doing is like you were able telling these folks you were in this harsh gnarly situation and your buddies were dying around you but you persevered and you continued the mission and now you're here and give opportunities for them to continue the mission and feel valued, you know, and, and being able to keep moving forward. So how do we do that? I don't know. I think that what we're trying to do with TLE is just provide those spaces to walk alongside people to get them headed in the right direction. I don't think that yet someday, but at this, this current day, we're not in a position to, provide those services we're working towards that that's our goal and our mission but i really want over the next few weeks we're going to get some veterans in here and we're going to talk about that and kind of hash it out because i think we're we're off the mark you know i think like i believe wholeheartedly that i was wired to do this to see the things and do the thing and adam's on yay what's up what's up dude oh his audio is connecting check can you hear us Hey. Hey. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm on the road for work, so I was, uh, um, I mean, just got back to my hotel. <laughs> but That's awesome. Uh, <laughs> well, thanks for joining us. Right on. So, all right. So what we're talking about is I've been doing some, watching some stuff and kind of researching the 22 while, like, I don't deny that veterans commit suicide and stuff like that the 22 became such a well-branded entity in and of itself. And I've been kind of talking to other guys and trying to wrap our heads around what, how much of it is a money-making branding, like marketing brilliance and how much of it is, is fact. And, and how come we don't celebrate the victories that that veterans have? You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, um, you know, it's kind of interesting that you um, brought that up. I guess I never realized that that was uh, kind of like a thing as far as like a, a money-making machine, um, you know. You let me know about the, the topic. And then I, I started to think about it. Um, and it's one of those things where I guess it, it's kind of like I'm split because it does help bring awareness and it does help people um, understand, you know, sometimes the, the issues that veterans have or, you know, people could see that and be like, oh, wow, you know. But a lot of times I feel like beyond that, um, you know, it can be kind of like, okay, well, I didn't know that. And then do, do, do I'm going to go on with my merry day, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And sometimes you know, it just, you start to see it a lot. I mean, you look on Amazon or something, um, you know, being a veteran, I know they have their own algorithms and whatever, but stuff they suggest to you or whatever. And I notice, uh, you know, you see like all sorts of t-shirts and and stuff like that. Um, you know, so you wonder, it's like, okay, well, somebody's obviously profiting quite well off from this, but, um, what exactly is being done to, I guess, rectify the problem? Yeah. You know, right. right. So it's, 
it's like, okay, maybe the awareness is, is getting brought up, but there's not, um, as far as I know, anything that's, that's, I mean, actively being done where people like, oh, if you buy a shirt, then, you know, part of the proceeds go towards, you know, helping, um, you know, to some nonprofit or something about helping this issue. So, yeah. And I wonder what, I mean, what, what do you do? I mean, it, I think that mental health and helping pe- helping people transition and and get through stuff. I, I think that's always it's it's not black and white. You know, it's it's such a different process for every individual. And so, um, I wonder what those activities might look like. You know, I don't know. Yeah, um, I think I think one of the biggest issues with veterans is kind of getting rid of a stigma to make it okay. Um, just in our society in general, um, you know, sometimes mental health is looked at as not necessarily like a disease or something that could be wrong, um, you know, or you're just being weak. I know that's like a, a big one kind of among, you know, the military and some of that's starting to change, but, you know, it took me over 10 years from getting back from Iraq before I ever, searched out or sought out any type of, um, you know, help or therapy or counseling or anything. And, uh, I think a big part of that was you feel, well, I'm just lucky to be home. You know, there's nothing wrong with me. What about the guys who didn't make it back? Or what about, you know, like there's always somebody that's worse off than you, you know? Yeah. So, so you feel like you're just, uh, I don't know, like in the, in the, the military, you're always just taught to like, suck it up and drive on soldier, you know, continue mm-hmm. mission, you know, keep, keep going, you know, and, uh, nothing's too hard for you, you know? So it's just, I think that's a big part of it that a lot of guys maybe don't seek help or I think don't get the help they need in time. So yeah, that's, that well, you know, as like I was saying earlier, how, what is it like 18 weeks or whatever of basic and AIT or more? depending on, you know, all that time of building you up into the way they need you to be. And then it's like, I know for me, it was like 36 hours, you know, and I was on a plane back to Colorado. (laughs) Yeah. And and that was it. And it's just, when you're done, you're just like dumped out of a bucket, you know, like (laughs) here you are, you're back, you know, right. You kind of make this big splash down, you know, but, uh, you, you kind of, I don't know, you're, you're lost in translation, you know, that's why I'm like, yeah, I said, I was, I was over 10 years after I got out of the military. Um, and I was, you know, home from, uh, a tour in Iraq. I mean, even longer than that, before I even searched out any help whatsoever. Um, despite, you know, pokings or proddings or thinking maybe this would help or or anything, you know? So it's just, it, it takes a, takes a long time to figure that out sometimes, you know? Absolutely. Um, sometimes some people, you know, take longer than others to figure it out. And sometimes it's, it's too late, you know? So it's just, uh, uh, and that's, I think my biggest concern with, with kind of the double edged sort of social media and all the things that we do with, with the 22 and to make people aware of it. I'm afraid for like, I've talked to a couple guys that ended up going into the fire service or whatever, cause they needed that same kind of hard charge in life. 
because we live in such a caring society and everything and people are seeing on social media, um, you know, there's, they're seeing all these numbers and they're feeling the feels and, and guys are getting out there. Basically the feel they get is, all right, you're out of the military. Congratulations. You made it. Chances are you'll kill yourself. Bye. You know? Mm -hmm. And then, I mean, it's hard enough from, I know, you know, I sure know to transition back into just being a civilian. Like if you had nothing else to worry about, but I mean, that was me. I didn't deploy to any major conflicts. I went to South America a handful of times for sort of some other more drug related stuff, but mm-hmm. nothing like Afghanistan or Iraq or desert shield or desert storm or Mogadishu. I saw none of that, but it was so hard to try to figure out to work, act, talk like a civilian again that man, yeah. I got on in 1996 and I'm 51 and to this day, I, things happen. I mean, what? Like you make no sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, there's. I mean, it was just like a little one about uh, how you said, like they they build you up to like early's on time and on time is late. You know, right? So like, I I'll get like anxiety like with my wife or something of like, yes, she's still sitting here. We there's no reason to wait. You know, she'll be like, well, we don't have to leave for four more minutes. You know, and I'm like, but why are we here for four minutes? You know, like you just like. Yes, <laughs> you know. So oh, others, so good. Like, that's just like a prime example of just anybody being in the military, or something like that. You know, so it's just um, I don't know. It's, yes. just, it's, it's drilled into you, and it's hard to get it back out. I guess you know. Yeah. So. yeah well, and sometimes I feel like you guys could teach us a whole lot more. You know, I mean, I, I know we would lose our ever-loving religion trying to get to things on time and there have literally <laughs> been times where we've been on the way and nick, nick is more that way he doesn't have any military experience but there's been times where because we're going to be late he's like there's no point in going anymore like he was just like so defeated that we're going to be late <laughs> yes and so we've had to get to the point where like with i mean adam you've got a few in your household jim's got a few uh-huh. i mean with all the children's at some point you just gotta like we'll get there when we get there and it's going to be okay you know so it's i don't know i it's such a balance right because i i love the idea that mindset of you can get through anything and you're strong enough and you can figure it out. But I think it's also knowing when, but I'm stuck right here and I need a little bit of support. And sometimes having a little bit of help can get you that much farther quicker instead of trying to figure it out on your own longer, you know? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. And it's, um, so like that, that little example is, um, among the most minor of things, you know, in the grand scheme of things, as far as like integrating back in from the military. Um, but I think somebody, it, it's a perfect example of somebody, who, if, if you are struggling or you are pressed or you are dealing with some PTSD issues or anything, um, you know, it's just, it intensifies the, I'm never going to fit in mm. or nobody understands me. Nobody gets me. You know, so it just it, it helps sometimes that that negative thinking, I think, and that negative thought process. Um, that makes sense. So it's just another thing that like adds to it. Um, like I said, the most minor of things of just making sure like, hey, we're supposed to be here at seven o'clock. Like, let's go, you know, and like you're like having like major anxiety over it, you know, 
yeah. in the grand scheme of things, that's that's like among the most most minor of, of issues. It would seem like you know, yeah. But if you're if you're already struggling, if you're already having having issues, it's just it's just another thing that reinforces, and and actually it it validates you that I don't fit in. Nobody does get me. Nobody does understand me. Not even my wife understands me. Nobody can ever, you know what I mean? So I think it, yeah. um, just a lot of mental health stuff, just, you know, the whole, the whole 22, um, you know, people being able to access, um, healthcare and, and a lot of people right. don't, um, don't feel that it's not that they don't need it, but that it's okay. Or they feel guilty taking it, you know, or thinking, well, I knew what I was doing, what I signed up for, you know? So it's just, I think there's just a lot of things that can contribute to it. That makes sense. I think that's a, that's a good point. And maybe along with uh, making people aware of veteran suicide and that number, you know, we just also making people aware that, that aren't, or doesn't, they don't understand us or what, how we're built or how they wire us to, to function. Mm-hmm. Maybe bringing that kind of awareness, like, like for me, as an example, like just to ex- an example of the layers of the way they bring you, turn you into a soldier, like as COVID got more intense and more intense and more intense early on for me, it was like, Oh yeah, I remember how this feels. <laughs> oh yeah. Now I'm getting comfortable. I remember now we're in more of a military posture. This feels right. Uh-huh. This feel now I'm comfortable. Now I feel right. You know what I mean? And it, it right. seems insane, but really you know, all that deep seated stuff. And I was like, okay. Cause I would tell Ashley, I feel this is actually, I feel like I'm in my wheelhouse, you mm-hmm. know, and, and people who have only ever done EMS or they're brand new to it or brand new doctors and nurses, they're like, this is, this is horrible. You know, we, we there was lots of incidences in like in New York when it was hitting really hard of ER doctors committing suicide just from not knowing, just not being on a function in that, in the suck for lack of better terminology. Right. Yeah. So, so to like kind of take a, like a look at myself from outside myself as cheesy as that sounds looking back, I can remember feeling more comfortable like each day, like as the sketchier this gets, I feel at home. Mm. Yeah. I can, I, I can definitely see that. So, I think we need... I never shared that till just now. <laughs> no, but you you would kind of hint at it, you know, and things. And I think though that we need those folks that have been trained and ready to respond. I think I was feeling some guilt early on when the stay home, stay safe shutdown initially started, because I'm like, okay, we're home, we're we're doing our thing, we're gonna all take care of the six of us and our four walls and we're going to stay put like we were told to do. We're doing our thing and we're, we're, we're part of the whole team. And, um, then there, there was like more and more people that were like making masks at home and figuring out how to like help people within all the parameters and all those things. And then I was feeling bad. I'm like, I'm not even like, I'm only caring about myself. (laughs) Like I'm only, you know? And so it was, it was really neat and humbling to see people like jump in and respond in a way that I hadn't even gotten that mental space for yet. 
you know, and, and we, you know, we were taking care of ourselves when we were coming out of some things too. So, you know, it's not that I'm carrying along guilt from it or anything, but it really did kind of open my eyes to folks that are able to just get up and respond to something. And, you know, that goes back to like, God doesn't waste a thing, you know? So I don't know. I don't know if the goal, and I think I, you know this, but I don't know if the goal is to completely like revert back to 100% civilian, you know, because now you have all this training that is advantageous and is part of you and is so much of your story and who you are now. And so to be able to take from that what you need to and maybe leave something behind if it's not benefiting you anymore, you know, like I don't know. That's, yeah. All stuff that we each of us have to consider when we go through things, you know. Yeah, it's um, you know, I mean, that's a great point of what you you just brought up as far as there are a lot of skills that um, you get from being in the military. Um, that I guess I never even really thought about too, like you just said. I mean, like obviously, like I knew I got a lot out of being in the military, but as far as like integrating back into a civilian. Like, I guess I've been, I mean, under this mindset for, I don't know, 15 years now about, well, I don't have to do that anymore. I'm not, I'm not, you know, Sergeant Myers anymore, you know, like that was, that was a long time ago. I'm just, I'm just Adam the dad, you know, and uh, (laughs) I I don't want to be Sergeant Myers to my kids either, you know, Um, or, or definitely not my wife. Um, But but you know, it's it's like there there were a lot of positive things as far as even just still having that that drive or that call to action or okay, what needs to be done and um, you know there are a lot of positive qualities that you do still carry on, you know that that you I, I guess there's there's a balance you know you want to be able to find balance is is what the big thing is because um, I think it's unrealistic also to think that you could ever go back to like. I mean, you can't just erase that part of your life like it never happened. I mean, I mean, I'm sure there's different things that we all wish we could erase or forget about or revert back to, but um, you know, it's not possible. It's not reality. So, trying to find that balance of taking the good things um, that you, um, the skills you've acquired, obtained, um, using that experience, um, taking all the benefits of it, but then still kind of integrating back into normal society and realizing that some of those things aren't necessarily as pertinent now as they once were. Yeah. Right. Jeez, Can you imagine now? Thank if you we all got it. I, I like had this like big mental clarity oh. all of a sudden. Like I'm <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, like something just happened for me. Thank you. No, that's good. That's God <laughs> stuff, man. That's right there. I don't know. It, it seems like, I mean, just the smallest, like no duh type thing, you know? But, but it's, I guess just sometimes you hear it and like, I don't know, somehow God makes things click sometimes. And absolutely. And right. me, sometimes it seems like it takes a little while sometimes. Oh, that's all of us. But yeah, it's just <laughs> kind of, <laughs> it's, uh, it's kind of neat. You know, it's just, it is a reminder that there are um, a bunch of things about me that are good um, that I attained in the military. You know, yeah. um, there, there's a bunch of stuff that I can um Sometimes, like, I get I get all worried because my son wants to, you know, like, almost romanticize being in the Army. And I want to be like you, Dad, and, you know, and play Nerf guns and different stuff like that. And I'm just like, no, 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 no. Like, don't worry about that. That's all nonsense, you know, because I, I don't want him to, like, 
go in the military or have to go to war or something, you know? Yeah. Um, it just, it makes me think like, hey, I can take a lot of the good things that I did learn and a lot of the skills I have and still apply them now, you know, instead of, like I said, sometimes people, um, going back to like the 22, veterans can get caught up in like a negative thinking of like how different I am and how I'll never fit back right. in, you know, instead of um, kind of like you're saying like, yes, I am different now, but there's good things that are different too. Yeah. And there's stuff that I could teach people, you know, so. Absolutely. Um, Hot dang. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, well, we were talking last week about, I mean, for Nick and I just to, I think I verbatim said it was cool to find another couple weirdos that thought that we could do something cool too, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, I mean, like even with something as simple as doing a podcast, not everybody, like I don't tell people like I, for the longest time, I think it did come up at work at one point or whatever, but it felt really odd to be like, yeah, we do this podcast every week. I'm on this podcast, <laughs> you know, <laughs> because not everybody does that thing, you know? And so I think, we just, you know, we just got to own it. I think the first time I put on, so a couple friends of my brother and I, we're going to hike three days on the Appalachian Trail this fall. Oh, okay. And the first time I put on a backpack to have weight on it this summer to, like, go for a hike, I didn't go all the way to one of the local parks. I just, like, hiked down Whitaker and then back just because I had it, like, marked out and then it was just easier to leave the house and come back but I'm hiking down with this backpack and people are driving by me and they probably think I'm like this weirdo but I don't look homeless so I'm okay (laughs) you know and so I think sometimes we just got to own it that we're not we're not the same as everybody else and we were never intended to and I think that's something that we all are working on a bit I know that I am too you know it's just I don't know it's cool that was awesome, man. That's awesome. It's, it's cool. that, uh, and, you know, a lot of the reason that, that I really kind of dove into this is because I think there's a lot of guys that miss that, you know, because they come out of the military or whatever, even like the fire service or they, they, they leave the police force or whatever the case. And society would have you believe. And it's innocent. I don't think it's with malice but that everything that happened ever to you in the military is bad. And that's why you have PTSD. And that's why so many of you kill themselves, whether like, instead of saying, here's all this stuff that, that we picked up along the way that, you know, I was, before you came on, we were talking about Jocko Willink and, and just recently I heard him and he's in front of a group, I think of reservists or whatever. And he's asking them to like, tell him what, what makes a situation go bad? Like when does something in whatever you're doing, whatever training, when does it start to go bad? And the things were like, like the, the path to the shower starts to break down, cold water, bad food, no coffee, all the things that even on civilian standards seem kind of simple and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But those things, when you're on deployment, they start to pile up and they start to add up and chip away. Right. Um, but what Jocko says is like, like we have to look at these things, like even the bad things in the military, when something sucks, like so much of like basic training sucked. And it was just a group of us all sucking it together because, but that was the idea. They just put us all together and it, they made us do stuff. Nobody wants to do that was just terrible, but right. we come out of it with stories, right? We come out of it with things that we accomplished 
And what he says, what I really like, what I've been holding on to lately is when you go through something like that, that's that hard and like combat, the hardest of all things, you go through those things, then you come out of it with the capacity to handle the next hard thing rather than just be damaged. Yeah. Like they've built us up for the rest of our lives to be able to handle hard stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. And so that has been really my drive to, to get veterans on the show and talk to them about this is that what I don't want to see is guys only remember the bad things and just hang on to, to that stigma Mm -hmm. because really I know from experience and you probably would agree. It's hard to talk to non veterans about veteran things. Right. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's hard to go to a civilian counselor because they're saying all the the words and you're like, you don't know. So I'll go ahead and I'll play the game and I'll say the right things and get on on here. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, um, you know, I guess like a problem of, I mean, it's part of the bond that veterans have too, though. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Along with, I guess, anybody else that did anything like, um, you know, hard at all. Um, so if you, you try to tell somebody about like, Oh, here's what it's like to be in the army and this is what basic training is. And it's like, man, I can never just explain it because you guys just needed to have been there. You know what I mean? Right. But if I'm talking to you and it doesn't matter when you served or like just yesterday, you know, I met, um, I was talking to a guy who was a Vietnam veteran. And the second you start talking, it's like your old friends because it was just like, Hey, remember this and remember that. And and we had to, you know what I mean? Like, so you always, and you know that that guy gets it because he did it too, you know? Um, Right. So it's always, it's always really good to have that, that bond, you know, also with other veterans, you know, that you feel like somebody who's a complete stranger, but yet they get you at the same time in ways that it seems like nobody else does at times, you know, so. That's really cool. Mm -hmm. There is uh, one of my favorite devotionals that I go back to time and time again is My Utmost for His Highest by Oswald Chambers. And just a couple days ago, um, it was talking about sorrow and going through difficulty. Um, But part of it is just really good. So I'm going to read a bit of it. But it says, my attitude as a saint to sorrow and difficulty is not to ask that it may be prevented, but to ask that I may preserve the self God created me to be through every fire of sorrow and it kind of goes on to say that you know sorrow can burn up a lot of shallowness in somebody it can help them grow but it can it doesn't always necessarily make us better either depending on how we handle it what it is what we choose to go through but that um if you receive yourself in the fires of sorrow god will make you nourishment for other people that's how he ends it and um I think that's a lot of heart of why we do the lighthouse experiment. Um, but it's also, you know, we've talked about before becoming a superpower, you know, like being able mm-hmm. to care for others and to be in service is such an honorable thing. And, um, yeah, that's how God has designed us to be in community and to be there for one another and stuff. And so, I mean, it's pretty amazing on a lot of levels, you know. Yeah, that's very good. Right on. Well, you can't see me because our lights are still out here. (laughs) Anyway, no, that's good stuff, man. It's good. You know, I think that what we can take on as a part of our mission at Lighthouse is to, to help 
you know, civilians and stuff like that understand more than just more than just the negative. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. I feel like it's got to be beyond what Hollywood shows you because there's there's more than the negative and there's not every single little piece of it is this big, glorious battle with huge explosions. and Right. And that's, you know, um, you know that's to an extent, I, I do believe that some of that stuff does need to be told. Um, yeah. I read or I shouldn't say read. I, I still call them books on tape, but I guess it's like audible now. Right. Um, oh, I, yes. I, I, I it's my favorite around. thing, man. Yes, yeah, because I, I, I'm always on the road, you know, for work. So um, I do a lot of uh, accounts of different, um, like, uh, biographies of guys that did amazing things in times of war. Um, right. And, and sometimes, you know, it's just, uh, it's, it's very inspiring. You know, I just uh, finished uh, Unbroken. Um, that's like the story about uh, Louis Zamperini. Uh, back in World War II, um, you know, but you you listen to all that stuff and you're like, wow, you know, like this guy's amazing. I can't believe, like, how did he go through that? And, you know, just being like, like I thought it was just like, oh, he's lost at sea for 47 days, you know, and like that was like the whole story. And then like, you know, when you find out the end of it, I mean, it's like, that was like a drop in the bucket. That was the least of his concerns at that time. Like, little did he know, right. you know. Um, and, you, but you find out it's like even even him like comes back, um, you know, and then here's like the not exciting part where he turns into an alcoholic and he's struggling, you know, right. and he yeah. can't find a job and he's broke and, you know, and it's like, oh, wow, here's like the familiar story. But nobody wants to hear about that part. Of it, you know what I mean? Right. Um, and I know they've made a movie about it as well. So it would be interesting to see um, maybe how much. I'm, I'm looking forward to watching it to see how much they they put about those other things in there, you know. But but the reason um, you know people people tune in and want to watch the movies because they want to see the amazing, heroic, exciting stuff, right. you know. And sometimes that just gets lost about the the aftermath of that. I think so. Yeah, that's good. I think that's like lost on some of those films that Hollywood has done has really portrayed that part of it like very well. Like, like the struggle. What was the one? Uh, American Sniper. That really shows yeah. you how hard it was for that guy, mm-hmm. you know, to. Um, there's one called Hurt Locker. I don't know if you've ever seen Hurt Locker. It's oh, a, yeah. about the dem- demolitions guy. But like, for me, the whole thing, there's all the stuff and all the bangs and all the booms and all the the action, but but like the biggest part of it, the one that where it hits home is is at the end of it, he's he's off his rotation, he's back in the States, and he's trying to figure out the cereal aisle. You know, he's in the grocery store and there's all this cereal, and he that's like the moment where it clicks. He's still a young dude, and so like the next scene he's tucking his kid in bed. And then the next scene, he's walking off the plane back in Iraq or Afghanistan or whatever. And it's saying first day in country. Mm-hmm. And it's just, you know, when we talk about the 22 and, and the suicide and stuff, but just helping guys realize that there's more to them than that MOS. You know what I mean? Right. 
because like even as a paramedic man i have days where figuring out what juice boxes to buy or can be overwhelming yeah so just i can i can say that just helping guys to be able to transition enough to be able to function in that capacity just the simplest of things you know right so that was i tell you what what got me and it's funny that i went into the army but really piqued my interest was the movie navy seals back in the day with charlie sheen oh yeah (laughs) uh it was just actually in this movie charlie sheen gets on like a fixed gear bike and chases down a flatbed because he had parked his car illegally. Mm-hmm. So we're led to believe that the Navy SEAL can ride a bike so fast that he can <laughs> chase down a truck, really? get on the truck, disengage his own car, and back it off and spin out and take it off, and it'd be no problem. Mm-hmm. Or jump yeah. off a moving Jeep into a, off a bridge into some water, and then, then I would be like, I'm hooked. I'm joining the military, <laughs> so I can do that. Yeah, yeah. when I was in... Um, I know one of the big army, like the, the, I don't know, the propaganda or the, the commercials and stuff, you know, was always talk about the in army of one, you know? Oh yeah. And it was like, it always resonated with me with the, the whole John Rainbow thing. Cause it was like, it was an army of one, <laughs> you know? So. Oh yeah. Or yeah. Like, you know, just younger me like, man, I want to be, I want to be John Rambo, man. That's awesome. You know, but I'm no John Rambo. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. All good stuff. I would just say for me to kind of land a plane here, I just I just think that as veterans, I think we owe it to other veterans and to ourselves to just to be able to just kind of share ourselves, share that message and help each other, you know, to transition back. And and like Ashley said, hold on to those good things that we picked up. But mm-hmm kind of the permission to throw away the, the bad. I don't know. I, I would say for our civilian listeners and stuff like that, that while, you know, it's a big deal, the, to be aware of veteran suicide is important, but it's, it's not just a number on a T-shirt or, a, you know, a, a semi-annual, you know, 22 push-ups a day thing on your Instagram right. feed. It's... Yeah. It's like a constant battle actually doing the action piece of of talking to guys and, and being around and and just you know being the hands and feet of Jesus and, and reaching out and listening well, I think is the big thing. Being able to listen well. Yeah. And at least not look shocked on your face when we say some of the things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there was um I guess something that always kind of stuck with me a little bit as far as that was, uh, I was talking with the, uh, at church one time and giving a testimony, um, about, um, this, uh, some, some struggles, you know, personal struggles and stuff. And, um, I, there was this line that like came to me one time. Um, and it was, you know, I left the war, but the war never left me, you know? So I think that's a lot of guys, you know, feel like that, or I left the army, but the army is oh, yeah. you, you know, it's, it's just an, an ongoing battle. It's an ongoing thing, you know, to, to uh, keep in perspective. Um, or if it is going to be a number on a shirt, let it be a zero, you know, how great would that be? 
Right. Exactly. Exactly. I, I, (laughs) it's always so hard for me. Like after we talk for this long, there's all sorts of amazing things. But, um, I, I think that as a civilian, as somebody that even doing Lighthouse and having more, just hearing more stories and getting to know my friends more that have served or just what their family and marriages have looked like since then and their careers and stuff. It's just been really, really awesome to be able to have those moments and have those stories shared and be able to know those people more. And so I just think that we better each other when we share ourselves with other people and when we can be more honest with where we're at and where we're going and where we've been. And I think that for myself, there's things that I'm still learning to let go of and learning to like own in a different, different capacity. And I just think that um, it's just wonderful to be able to get on and have a conversation and that people will hear this and just know and be encouraged that whatever their circumstances look like that they can keep taking that one step at a time and that they're not like broken forever. And, you know, like, Mm -hmm. and there's still things that we're all working at. And I would love to wake up tomorrow and have everything about this person that God has created me to be, to just be there, like perfect in Christ. There's something I heard the other day that said, God took away the power of sin, but he didn't take away the presence of sin. And so we still have to navigate all these things every day when we wake up, but we still have the power of Christ and we don't have these things lording over us and and owning us. And so I just think that's really cool. So thank you, Adam, again for coming on again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Sharing about yourself and your life and and just being honest with that. I'm honored to be a a repeat guest. I know. It's awesome. (laughs) Hey, this time, and Ashley, you should leave this on there. This time, all three of us, separately we'll send this link to aaron deal so there'll be no excuses for her missing oh yeah because she was like she's like i'm just gonna keep tagging you until you guys get it figured out or whatever i'm like wow yeah yeah he's been on show because i've already done it and i don't know if you realize that or if he's he's looking for somebody new or a fresh perspective or something but that's awesome but yeah anytime anytime Uh, if you guys need somebody let me know i just i you know absolutely I know I'm. I I hear you. I was like, uh, oh, you don't need to like race to be the first one. But also, I would love to come. But no, that's awesome. That's good. It's fun. It's a good platform, and it's good. Like I've shared this quite a bit. This has like been journaling for me to do these episodes each week. So it's been, mm-hmm. you know, it's been a huge benefit and blessing for what four years or something like that now, Ashley. Yeah, we've this, been doing this. This December will be four years since we launched our first episodes. And this summer is when we first started putting all the pieces together to start recording. So, yeah, it's pretty yeah. cool. I mean, yeah, I mean, believe it or not, it's um, I really struggle with like sharing my feelings, you know, <laughs> and, 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 and talking about things. So um, it definitely um, breaks me out of the comfort zone. Um, cool. I mean, it's it's good for me. You know, I know that that I need it. But right. I guess my motivation is I just. I just think, well, there's, I know there's, there's somebody out there like me, 
you yep. know, that Absolutely. could right. hear my message. And I'm like, man, I could save them a lot of grief if they just hear this, <laughs> you know? So, <laughs> so um, that's awesome. that's, I guess that's, that's my, my big motivation. For, cool. For cool. Like that. That's but, cool. But I appreciate it. I appreciate you guys. What you do is really good. And, you know, a lot of times, um, for somebody that, you know, like me or somebody that does struggle with being able to talk about things, um, at least you have this outlet that you can tune in and you can listen and at least not feel alone. Right. right? Um, that something that you say, or we said today is going to resonate with somebody else and they're going to think that's me or me too, or I totally get it. You know? So that's, I don't know. To me, I think that's, that's a huge difference maker and it's just, it's a, it's a, it's a really good thing. You know, you never know what that thing is going to be. Um, you know, Ashley, I'm sure you never had any idea that you were going to say some very simple thing, you know, and it was like somebody else is going to hear it. They're like, wow, that's great. You know, but yeah. you guys, what you guys do is, is really great. So I just want you guys to hear that as well. You know, thanks, Adam. I really appreciate, I appreciate it. So. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm going to check out. It's too hot in my upstairs. I'm going to go. Well, maybe you got to do the, You have to do the outro first, though, Jim. The outro. Oh, oh, I forget that. Every single week, all four years. Yes. All right. To our listeners, thanks for listening. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram and never on Twitter for obvious reasons. Thank you, Freedom Center Church and Kingdom Builders, for your continued love and support. Adam, thanks again for being on and. We will see you all next time.